It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till 3. Elliot, one week from tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, you got to turn your mic on. It's regular season. That was a preseason move by me. Regular season time, I was a preseason move by me. Unbelievable I did that. And unbelievable that in a week, We'll pretty much be at Eagles football. It's unbelievable, man. It feels it feels like it's been such a long slog. We've yeah. talked about this a ton, but from the moment they tanked that last game of the season and everything that followed from Doug to Carson to the whole offseason to this Deshaun Watson to this, that it just feels like it's taken so much longer than normal to get back to actual football games well, being played. Think, think about this, and we're going to give our official season predictions Yeah, tonight. buddy. So we will certainly be talking about this team. But wherever, whatever side that you fall on, and I think those, some people are not as optimistic, think about the last time there was optimism about this team. Because last year, obviously, they were terrible, pretty much straight out the gate, right? What, what did they start? We, one and three. One and three, and one, right. Three and one. And yep. then ugly ugly yeah. the entire time. That offseason was, you know, we were dealing with the pandemic. Bit of a buzzkill. And then <laughs> yes. and then they were they were injured, right? And then even the season before that, like I would say there was optimism heading into that Seattle playoff game. Carson gets hurt. So like when's the last time in this city it really felt like people were excited and optimistic about this team? And I know I'm maybe in the minority about it, but I think now is the time. Like a week from the season, I think people should be optimistic and excited about the fact that after so much ugliness, like Eagles football is about to be back. Yeah, and and look, even and we're gonna get into it, obviously. But even though there'll be varying degrees of belief, non-belief, right. total non-belief in this football team, there is a part of me that even even as much as I felt like what happened to Doug wasn't right, the way it all went down, that that Doug deserved more of a chance. He did a bad job last year, but but I felt like that, and and Carson being gone, and all this stuff. That even if maybe I'm not as optimistic about the team's chances this year, I think everyone should be excited. For, for like a breath of fresh air. Something new. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, at least it's different. It's new. It's completely new to all of us. And and there's an unknown there. There's a, there's a, a we can find out what these guys right. are type of thing that we haven't had that for a while. I mean, think about it. For five straight years, it's been Doug and Carson. Like, that's been it, right? We've talked about Doug and Carson. 
for five years. Even hearing you say Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts together, like I don't even know how many times I've heard that duo said <laughs> like that. And we talk about them a lot, right? But it's true. Like Doug's gone, Carson's gone. It's now the Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts era, which begins next Sunday. And I think it's going to be a good one, and I think it's going to start with a bang. And I think it's the start of something special. Oh, look at this. I love Should it. Should we just get right into Let's it? Let's get right into it. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's get on the line now. So next week, Elliot will be away on Saturday. Sadly. Sadly. Uh, uh, not very nice of your best buddy to schedule his bachelor party the week of the opening season. Life comes in the way sometimes, Yes, it does. But you know what? You're the best man at the wedding, so that's about as good yes. an excuse as it could be. And you'll still be covering the game. We'll still be doing the pod after and all that. But, but since you're not going to be here next week, and next week we'll dive into week one, the great Jack, Jack Fritz will be filling yes. in. Yes, football guy, football, a big time football guy. Yeah, but but as a result, this is this is it for us yes. in terms of before the season. We are making our official season predictions today. We want you to come to the line two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's your chance to get on the record on Go Birds. We're going to write them down with your season predictions. We're going to write them all down. We post this on the podcast feed. It'll yes. be there all season. Your chance to tell us what's going to happen this season. And obviously throughout it all, we'll talk about optimism, pessimism, all that stuff. So I think a lot of people know where we're at for the most part, but officially on the record one week, essentially till the season starts. And really, I mean, there will be a meaningful football, Football game played in five days. You know, yeah. Thursday night, the season actually starts. We get to root against the Cowboys. That'll be super fun. And on that, Elliot Shore Parks, there's been a lot of talk about your predictions this offseason, officially, on the record. And get on the line now, 215-592-9494. We'll go to the phone soon. Your official prediction for the Philadelphia Eagles 2021 season. The Philadelphia Eagles are winning the NFC East. Wow! And they're winning a playoff game. I am a man of bad takes. Yeah, you went, you went, you. So, I, first of all, I would like to give Elliot a little credit for for not just saying they're going to win the division, but he had to take the extra step. He had to be like, they're not only winning the division, they're winning a playoff game because they're going to be home for the playoffs. So they're going to win a playoff game. Oh, I love it. All off season, I've talked about how I'm higher on this team than other people, but now that we're here, let me recap why I think this team is going to win the division. There's the most important far, part of football is the lines. It is the offensive line and the defensive line. If you have a really good offensive line and a really good defensive line, you're going to be very good. And then the quarterback is an important equation to that. But the Eagles are going to have one of the best defensive lines in the league. It wouldn't surprise me if they led the league in sacks. They were third last year in sacks, and I think they're considerably better along the line this year. The offensive line. Last year, going into the season, they were missing Brandon Brooks. They were missing Lane Johnson. They had Jason Peters at left tackle. Going into this season, Brooks is healthy. Lane's healthy. I think Mylott is a better player now than Jason Peters was last year. Kelsey's back. Sayamalu's healthy. They are healthy along the offensive line. And even if they suffer injuries, I believe in the backups. So I look at the lines and I say, I think they have probably the best combination of offensive line and defensive line in the division. The Giants' offensive line is so bad, they shouldn't even be allowed to play this season. <laughs> Just forget about the Giants, okay? Just forget about them. Move on from them. Dallas, I don't think, has a good offensive line, and I don't think they have a great defensive line. So I think the Eagles have the best lines in the division. Washington, right there with them. But what's going to separate the Eagles this year from Washington is Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. And this is where I'm taping, taking a leap of faith, but I'll tell you what, James. In 2017, before the, before the season, when it was Doug and Carson's second year, I picked them to win the division that, that year. Dallas was a heavy favorite, but I said, I think Carson will be the best quarterback in the division that year. And what was Carson that year? Yeah. The best quarterback in the division. Dak's still in the division. I think Dak could be good. 
But I think I would take Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts over any head coach quarterback duo wow. in the division because I don't know what they are yet, but I, I do. there are a few things I do know. I know Joe Judge isn't a good head coach. Yeah, I agree with that. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the answer, even if he's been better. Mm-hmm. You cannot show me a 14-year track record and tell me that an average Washington roster is going to be the difference maker. So who knows what Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts will be, but I know that they're not – I know that they're not – bad, right? I, I know that. I feel confident about that. I think this team has a little bit of an X factor. I think the Eagles always rebound. We've seen that traditionally under Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. And I believe they're going to win the NFC East. 215-592-9494. Love, love, love the optimism. And as I've said many times on this show, and as I believe to my core, I hope you're right and I'm wrong. Because I desperately want this team to be good this year. It's great for everyone if this team is good. And it's great for this franchise if Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are the answer. And that's the thing. That's kind of where I'm, I'm at in the sense that... I, so I'm going 7-10 and 10 this year. My official prediction, 7-10. and 10. But I really do see a window where it's like 5-9 to nine for me. Like yeah. I could see a high end of 9. I could see a low end of 5 depending on how things play out. Injury luck is a big part of, obviously, you know, one of my big issues with this team is the depth behind the starters. We've seen every year these guys have to play, and I feel like they just are a thin roster at a lot of important positions. And the other thing is, while I do believe in Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, I am excited about their future. I'm excited about what I've seen from these guys. I expect growing pains. Mm -hmm. I expect them to come into this year and have to learn on the fly similar to that 2016 team. And obviously, if we're talking Super Bowl next year, that would be an amazing thing. But I'm not saying that. They would take that. Yeah, I think we all would. But I'm just saying that that I look at it as, as a new head coach and a new quarterback. Two guys who have never been the starters heading into a season. A guy who's never called plays before and all that. And while I like them, and while I expect them to be better than I think a lot of people expect they're still going to go through growing pains. Yeah. They're still going to make mistakes. Like I've said to you before, as much as I like Sirianni, I expect him to lose a game for this team at some point this season. At some point, his inexperience will show. And the same thing for Hurts. So um, for me, I still can look at 7-10, and 10, my 7-10 and 10 prediction, and be excited about it because I think that at the end of 7-10, and 10, we're still going to come out of the season saying, oh, we got a head coach, and I think we got a quarterback too. Like that's what I, I hope and expect to happen. I just think that along the way, there are going to be too many hurdles, too many growing pains, too many depth issues to get to where you think they're going to be. But again, if things go right, and if they take even a bigger leap than I expect, particularly Hurts, who knows? It could, it could go higher. So I think all of that analysis is correct for the most part. I agree with 95% of what you're saying. Where I think the 5% difference is and why I think they're going to win the division and you don't is because in 2016 – like, a lot of the reasons they won seven games in 2016, I believe, is why they could be good this year, right? New head coach. So, Sirianni's going to have an advantage to start. Jeffrey Lurie has shown that he's good at hiring head coaches. They have good track record. I think a change at quarterback, much like a change at quarterback then, is a positive for this team. I think Jalen Hurts will be better than Carson Wentz was. The main difference is as to why I'm taking the leap of faith and you aren't is because in 2016, like, the division was not good. If, I mean, sorry, the division was good. If I remember correctly, Dallas, I think, won 13 games that year because that was Dak's rookie year, right? Yeah, correct. So they, and, then, yep. and then the Giants were in contention for Giants, the wild card. No, they were. What, they were the wild ben card. McAdoo, right? 11-5 and five that year, and then they fell off the next year, right? Right. So think about I that. Think. Two yeah. teams in the NFC East made the playoffs this year, that year, and the Eagles didn't make it with seven wins. Seven wins could theoretically win the division <laughs> this year, right? So as I look around, I go, okay. Like, the Eagles don't have to – I think they're going to go 10-7. and seven. That's my official prediction. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to have to win 10 games to win the division. I think they could maybe win it at 9 or 10 games. But to your point, if they go 7-10, and 10, it could still be a successful year. 
The other thing we disagree with, and time will tell who's correct, is like when you started to talk about the roster, the first thing you said was you're concerned about the depth on it and you're concerned about the injuries, which is fair, 100%. But what you should notice in there is you're not concerned about the starters. It seems well, like you think the starters are good. We've so, talked about this. I, I think the starters are fine. I think they lack high-end blue-chip talent, and, and I think that that's one I, of the issues that's going to come back to bite them. And, again, it's borne out whether people agree with the ESPN Top 100 and Kelsey should be their Cox or should be their whatever, like – no one was there. Like, nobody. They don't have high-end blue-chip players. And if Jalen Hurts can turn into a blue-chip player or if Devontae Smith, like, they have guys who theoretically could become blue-chip players. But I think they lack that high-end talent. But, again, I don't think their roster, the, the starting lineup's as bad as others say. But I definitely think they lack the high-end blue-chip players who make a massive difference. Yeah, and if, and if they lose a lot of starters to injury, they're not going to be good. I agree with you. But I just think you can say that about – pretty much every single team. And again, last year, let's look at how they were bad, right? They, they were very bad. They lost a lot of their starters. They still won four games and tied another, right? So, like, even if only 40% of the stuff that went wrong last year goes wrong this year, I think right there alone you're looking at six, seven wins. And then it really comes down to, like, will everything go wrong again? Will, will Jalen Hurts be the 32nd quarterback in the league like Carson was? Will they have a new starting offensive line combination 13 weeks in a row? Will their receivers barely play? I mean, remember, like, Alshon didn't play. Deshaun didn't play. Like, they had a lot of things go wrong. The cornerbacks, all that. I just – I don't believe everything will go wrong again. And when you combine the top-end talent that I think they do have with what I think is going to be, a, you know, a move to the regression and back to, to the mean – I, I think you're looking at a 9-10 win team that will win the division. 215-592-9494. It's Get on the Record Saturday. Go Birds Radio. Where do you stand? What is your season prediction for this Eagles team? Elliot has them winning the division. I have them at 7-10. and 10. Where are you? 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every Saturday. At this time, let's go to Abington and talk to our good buddy, Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How are we doing today? What up, man? How you doing? And you know, Ellie, you, you could have just left your mic off for the first segment. Well, but someone <laughs> had to educate people on the team. You know? Oh, geez. Now that you're on you the know, phone, hey, I guess I'll I can tell you what. You. Thank God you're not my meteorologist, because boy, did you miss the mark on the Ida storm, huh? Oh, I did. Trust well, yeah, me. Yeah, which is funny too, because for those who don't know, Rain is Elliot's single biggest, or I guess, other than blue whales. Well, no, Rain's number one. <laughs> oh, it's it's become number yeah, one. Okay, Rain's good. number one. So Rain is the single biggest fear, and he like when he estimated, I think you said like three inches, three or and something, a half, yeah, and he thought he was going high. <laughs> It's like five inches short. <laughs> Unbelievable. As somebody, as somebody who had to wet dry back 900 gallons of water off his basement floor, oh, I'd say you man. missed the mark. Well, Tom, <laughs> let me tell you something. We disagree on things, but this is one time where I can tell you I legitimately feel bad that you had to do that. I've had water in my basement. It is the worst when that happens. Uh, I just, hope it wasn't yeah. livable. Was it a livable basement? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, I, you know, I got it up. I replaced the sump pump. It's fine. I got off okay. easy compared well, to what other people that, yeah, went that through, you know? Yeah, that is so. true. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Eh, it happens. So uh, just to forewarn you guys, there's been a lot of caller-on-caller crime on the Marks and Reese show this week. Oh, so really? that's probably going to spill over to today. And personally, I expect to catch some shrapnel. So. Okay. Uh, good to know. <laughs> I guess we can be compared. I, I don't think, even know what you're talking yeah. about. But uh, if, yeah, they, if they I'm come sure for the king, they better up. not miss, Tom. If they come <laughs> for the king, they better not miss. I haven't moved off the mark, guys. I got them 4-12-1. Like, you can mark that down. That is uh, the most insane thing I've ever. Tell me how. Tell me how you. I'm going to tell you for a plethora of reasons. Okay. Tell okay? Me. All right. 
at the top of the list, we still have Jeff Petto pulling the strings of the scared little wooden boy with a nose that grows. Yeah, right? so that, that, that puppeteer has led the Eagles to one of the better records in the NFL over the last, like, 10 years, but okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and the yeah. Super Bowl went to his head, and it's, yeah, the Super uh, it's Bowl been that downhill they won. ever yeah, since. Correct, yep, yeah. It's been downhill ever since, right? It's been downhill, but it's still been better than the majority of franchises. So it has right. been downhill, but it, they're still performing, other than last year, which was certainly a disaster. They, they've been performing mm-hmm. at a higher level. Now, you're going O-line, D-line as a strength, which is great, but they're another year older, Elliot. This is not the same O-line, D-line guys from, from years ago that well, did win yeah. that chip. We'll find out. I mean, that's really, yeah. you know, like, honestly, like, would, would you agree healthy? with me? Would you agree with me that if I told you the starters played, you know, let's like 13 or 14 games, that they're going to have a very good offensive line? If they played 13, 14 games? And yeah. yeah, sure. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So I don't the top expect end them talent to, is there. Okay, we'll, we'll I, find I out. I don't expect yeah. them to. Yes, we will. But okay. I would rather have a line where if I know they're healthy, they're good, as opposed to the Giants and Cowboys who, even if, like, they're, they're, their starters are not good to begin with. So if they lose guys, it gets even worse. I mean, you know, it's, you have to pick which one you would want. I'll take the talent with the risk of injury as opposed to having no talent at all. Well, sure, if you're going to put it in those terms. Uh, that, that, that's no, that's no not, I'm not putting it in any terms. Those are the facts. They have a better offensive line than Dallas and the Giants. Mm. Okay, and then you have the draft picks, uh, Landon Dickerson, who's already hurt, and Devontae uh, Smith. You're coming, you're coming at James yeah, Don't Boy come there. at my boy, coming man. at James Boy. I'm, I'm, I'm just president saying. of I mean, the like, Landon Dickerson fan club. I will hear no slander. And I'm a fan of the guy, too. But, again, can he stay healthy? And Smith, as much as a weapon as he's supposed to be, I'm excited to see him. I mean, he's tiny. I don't know if he could stay healthy. We have a quarterback that that took 10 snaps without a red jersey this offseason, correct? Yeah, thank God, man, right? Because he's going to play week one, I'm pretty sure. No, not thank God. He's healthy, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen the injury report. But, yeah, I think he's he's healthy. He's healthy, sure. Well, that's really important. The number one reason you just said was, did you just say your top concern about the line was health? But with the quarterback, the you're like just going to let him get because teed off I know, Because I know the line can play. I don't know if Hurts can play. I haven't seen him. Well, I know he can't play Hurt. So at least he's, you know, he's going to be healthy. Oh, my God. All right. Well, 412 and 1, I'll let you guys go, and I'll listen to the rest of this mess. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the shrapnel that you take and not understand it. Tommy, we take love care you. Take care, followers. <laughs> Let's get one more in here before the break. My man, Chuck. Chuck, how you doing, brother? Jimmy, all I need to tell you guys is this, first off. Whenever I get a chance to talk to guys with loads of cerebral content, it gives me a, just a, a feeling of security when I get a chance to talk to guys like you and Elliot. Thanks, Chuck. You're too kind. But I want to talk to you about the quarterback. But first, let me just say this to you. I do believe they're going to play at least 500 football. Yeah. When I saw what went on with these pairings, you got uh, the Giants are going to play the Dolphins. Eagles are going, to, are going to play at New England. Washington's at Buffalo. And our beloved Eagles, they get the Jets. Now, I don't know who made these pairings, but I love them. Well, but yeah, it's because of that the Eagles were last place in the division. So it's the extra game was like a last place first, last place, third versus third, second versus second, first versus first. I know how it got there, but I, I'm glad the guy that decided to do it that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to big. Something to thank Carson well, for, Well, right? especially because I think, I mean, I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl and, and – the, I think New England and, and Miami are both like playoff caliber teams this year. The Jets are going to be horrible. Like that is a big advantage. Yeah. Well, this stuff usually gets pulled out of the hat. But let me let me just say something about the quarterback. And I don't I don't understand this. Here's a kid here, and I think people are overlooking this. This kid is a tremendous athlete. Yep. Now we all got to wait and see how he pans out as an NFL quarterback. I understand that. 
Let me ask you something. Are you guys better at sports? Here's a 17-year-old kid. Shows up with eight high-class or uh, upper-classmen in Alabama. Kid wins the job as a 17-year-old. Then whatever happens, he decides to leave. He doesn't show up at some junior college to extend his, his, his career. He ends up with probably one of the best coaching minds in the last uh, 20 years at a great program. I think we may be selling this kid short. Again, look, you guys are a lot closer to it than me, and I, I have to defer to you guys. The only thing I don't understand is why isn't anybody respecting this kid? They want to give this kid a chance. I don't understand. It's a, Chuck, it's a great point, and it's something Elliot and I have both been been shouting. Like We are both believers yeah. in Jalen Hurts and, and have made the exact same points you made, and it is really strange from a national perspective because, like, yeah, we got to see if he can throw accurately and all that, but like he's got everything else. He's got all the physical ability you could want in the world. Absolutely. He clearly carries himself in a way that's like a leader, like confident, cool, like all the stuff you want from a quarterback. We have to find out can he process information quickly on the field and can he make as the with right, all second year as, and he, can he make the right throws? But that's right. that's it. If he can do that, he has a chance to be really great, Chuck. I'm with you. Well, listen, I want you guys to have a go, and you're both doing a great job on this show. Have Thanks, a go. Chuck. Appreciate it means a lot, that, brother. Chuck's the best. Love Chuck. Two a little optimism to start. Yeah, how about that? After Tom the hater, yeah, we got one and then the other. We got yeah. both sides, which I think is a fascinating thing. Because I do think that, you know, a lot of times going into the last few years, particularly, it's been a lot of, you know, rah-rah and, like, they just won the Super Bowl and this roster, let's go for it again, all this. Like, this is the first year in a while where I remember real swings in terms of where people are at heading into the season where, again, we just got a call where Chuck didn't give us a prediction, but it sounded like he's like, you know, he said at least 500, so 9 and 8 or or better type range. And then we get a a 5, 11 and 1 or 4, 12 and 1. Like, it is a real swing on what people are thinking. And to the other quick point about Jalen Hurts. One thing he has not done in his career is lose. Like, you can say whatever you want about him. Maybe at Alabama he didn't throw the ball like the way people wanted. They don't, he did not lose often. At Oklahoma, he did not lose often. Last year, I know he had a bad record when he came in, but it was a small sample size. But we would all agree watching that team. They were a better team with Jalen Hurts than they were with Carson Wentz last year. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on the Eagles? We are a week away from football. Where do you stand on the Eagles this season? What is your season prediction? And and obviously, where do you stand on Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni? Because I think a lot of how they go is how this team is going to go. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real fan. Golf's in full swing. MMA, baseball, you can bet on it all. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch. It's a wild ride. It's the only sports we got back by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. It's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app and bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball, you can bet hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, inning by inning. Golf, you can bet on match winners, on leaders after each round, and so much more. You can always bet spreads, parlays, props, teasers, and over-unders, the classics. And hey, guess what? Week one coming up. You can bet on these games right now, Thursday night, the start of the season. Tampa Bay, a seven-and-a-half point favorite against Dallas. Who doesn't want to bet against Dallas? I do. That sounds like a lot of fun. We're all going to be watching this game anyway. And, of course, on Sunday, uh, next Sunday, Atlanta, three-and-a-half over Philly. I know that Elliot would, would say, take Philly in that one. And you can bet on anything and everything. Futures, it's so much fun. And when you got a little action on these games, they just – They are just so much more fun to watch. So here's the deal. New customers, you can sign up right now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. 
$100. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your wrist-free bet. Your wrist-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. One week and a day from the Eagles opening their season in Atlanta. Elliott Shore Parks will be there in Atlanta. It's been a while since I've been, like, this excited to go cover a game. I'll bet. Well, I mean, a whole year of not going away to games. You know, you're that's a good point. To, what, right. It's like a decade of, of every away game you're yes. there. Like, this whole year you didn't go to any away games, really. So Yeah, and here's another quick take for you. I think games in a dome – are more exciting than games not in a dome. Hmm. Like well, just the whole environment of it. So like, I so t- honesty, like I've never hands seen up. A, I've never seen a football game in a dome. I've only oh, been to outdoor out. stadiums for football games. So I, I don't know. Is it, it there it, you could feel like it's yeah, louder. Yeah, you just feel the, the di- I, it's louder. Huh. It just feels like more of a concert event like nice. and they'll be in a dome week one. I mean I know Atlanta has a retractable roof, but it's essentially a dome. Nice. Cool. Another right. take. Retractable yes. roof, still a dome. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like I get you open at like, you know, 30 yards or whatever. And but I feel like they very rarely open them too. <laughs> yeah, they open them just a little bit. Yeah. 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 Still a dumb. All right, 215-592-9494. With the season a week away, we're getting on the record today. Your season prediction for the Philadelphia the Eagles this year. And we are, we are going to write them down. We're going to track them. We, I I'm, can't wait to see how wide the variance is yeah. between these predictions. So let's get to it. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to South Carolina and talk to our buddy, Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you? What's going on, Rick? Hey, uh, first of all, um, Elliot, I, I want your mom. This is short to know you're doing such a great job. James, this, I want your mom. This is Seltzer to know you're doing such a great job. <laughs> I appreciate that. You, you just made their days, right? Yeah. All right. Um, um, so, um, first of all, I, I, my uh, my record prediction is 10 and 7. There it is. It starts all with right. the I think it starts with a win in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. And it uh, it has to do with the trenches. Um, I looked up um, I looked up the uh, O lines and D lines for the two teams. I use uh, Pro Football Focus. Yeah. In August, uh, I'm seeing when the Eagles have the ball, they've got the 13th ranked O line, and the Falcons have the 31st ranked D line. I like and that. I like you doing this research for me, so I don't have to do it later in the week. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and it's, by the way, the Giants are dead last in that. Yeah, uh, the Giants O-line. are a anyway. Joke. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, they're, they stink. So yeah. uh, that's going to be two wins right there. Yep. So there you go. Uh, so now, when we flip the ball, when Atlanta has the ball, uh, they've got the 24th ranked O line, and we have the fifth ranked D line. So we're going to win that one in the trenches. I'll take the three points or whatever anyway. I love this. And uh, on the way to ten and seven. I love it. I on love the road it. to victory. E A G L E S Eagles. Yeah, there it is, Rick. Great call, buddy. As always, Thanks, we man. appreciate it. Awesome. Look at that. Some positivity out of the game. I mean, there's going to be a lot of weeks this season when they're healthy, where they're going to have the advantage in the trenches. Yeah. And look to that point again. If everyone stays healthy and all that. Speaking of the trenches, I've been meaning to ask this to you. Um, we haven't heard it talked a lot about. Kind of left practice one day, and we haven't heard from Ryan Kerrigan again. What's going on with that? Yeah. Any updates on that? Look, I mean. The fact that it was a thumb injury initially, it's not, like, too worrisome, but he's not practiced pretty much all of training camp. He left the practice the one day, as you mentioned. So we'll see. I think he is probably going to be healthy for week one. But 
ultimately, I think they have a, a lot of pass rushers, so losing him for a game if he were not to play, I don't think would be a huge loss for this team. I mean, I think Milton Williams, now again, he's a rookie, hasn't played, but I'd like to see him get some snaps week one. I think he can be a very good pass rusher. I know he plays a little more inside. You can move him in and out, but I think, you know, losing Kerrigan, if that's the case, I don't think it will be. I mean, having Mil- Milton Williams there to step in, I think could be helpful. Let's go to South Philly and talk to Eric. Yoey. Hello. Hey. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Yeah, um, my prediction is 10 to 7. Ooh, um, buddy. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I also think they're going to win the division, to be honest. Yep. This um, is like, uh, what world am I? I love this. Keep the positivity yeah, coming. Yeah, this now. Why, like, why do you see it? Why do you see it? Because, again, I also worry, and we've talked about this on shows previously, where we have a tendency as Eagles fans when the season gets close, when we get excited to kind of inflate our predictions a little bit and say, oh, you know, I was thinking seven, but I'm psyched. Let's go nine. You know, uh, what What makes you feel confident, Eric? Honestly, um, besides the trenches, um, I don't really believe in any other team in the division. Yep. Um, so that's me and why I think we're going to win the division and why we're going to get the 10 wins, not because we're such a great team. Um, I just don't – I don't believe – I think Washington probably got the best overall team. But, again, I don't believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I don't really like their coach all that much. I agree with you. Uh, like, he has a yeah, good resume, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, I, he would not be on my short list of head coaches I'd want as my head coach. Yeah, Rivera, he's a defensive coach. Like, right. like he's going to have a good regular season as usual, but come playoff time, he doesn't have the old, um, the offensive power punch to really do anything. And again, last yeah. good call. Thanks for making it. And I know they have Fitzpatrick. You know I disagree. So for what it's I know worth, you know. on the record, I think Washington's winning the division. I think they're the best team in this division. I think the most complete team in this division. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's better than you do. Is really working. Yeah, it's, and I think it, Ron Rivera is better than you do. Clearly too, because I think Ron Rivera is a hell of a coach. I did no. I think he's a very good coach. Don't get me wrong. I just my preferences would not be to have him as my head sure. coach. But um. But, like, to your point about Washington's roster, and I know they have Fitzpatrick this year, and they, you know, they did make some additions, but, like, their roster, you, you keep telling me how good it is. They they had to have the Eagles throw Week 17 well, to win the division I last mean, year. Look, they have a better de- – I mean, I, I know it's not a lot, but a lot of people would agree talent-wise a better defense than the Eagles, certainly. But they had that last year. Better defensive line, and they have way better skill players. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Antonio Gibson is better than anything the Eagles have. Devontae mm. Smith has a chance to be – yeah, absolutely. Terry, no, Terry McLaurin Terry definitely. Terry McLaurin is absolutely. Definitely. And so I is agree. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson's a stud, dude. I'm going to look his stats up. I mean, dude, Antonio, I mean, there's a reason he's going in, and, you know, rudimentary way to look at it, but there's a reason he's going in the top two rounds of fantasy drafts. Like, he's super talented and super athletic and has I mean, shown a lot when given the opportunity. So I, I, last year he had 1,000 total yards from scrimmage. In how many games? 14. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's, that's pretty good. Well, let's, see what, let's see what Miles Sanders has. Yeah. 215-592-9494. While you're looking that up, we'll go to Kenny in the Northeast. Get it. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Listen, I just got to tell you, Ellie, being that nobody got down there to uh, see that second practice, we're going by what you're, uh, what you're seeing, and you're saying that Hurts is pretty good. I think Hurts – now, look, I, my assessment of Hurts for the last month has been – there have been days and stretches where he's not looked great. But overall, having watched him from day one until now, I think he had a good training camp and he got better as the year went, as the camp went on. So, yeah, I think he's looked good. Okay, so with that and with the accusation of another quarterback, I think they're going to win the division too. There you go. Well, I, appreciate, is, I appreciate you taking my advice. What is happening right now, yeah. Kenny? Where, well, where, where, I'll tell is, you, I mean, because since, since 2000, four times they finished in the cellar. Every time the next year they get in the playoffs, either with a wild card or they playoffs. win the division. 
I, I, look, I mean, four times in history. So uh, you got to go with the record no, of what happened. No, because those are different teams and different people and different coaches. That but it's the same well, owner. But it's the he same owner, like general the manager. So what? Yeah. What that do you mean? So what? All I hear is how in, involved the owner is. Now all of a sudden, it doesn't matter who the owner is. No, but, it, but uh, this is a different team and different players and different coaches. But look at the like, talent on paper. On talent on paper, I they got a lot of great. talent. I think it's mediocre talent on paper, Kenny. Nah, I, I think they, they, they have a real, real good chance. I really do. Wow, Kenny. You know? Kenny, thanks okay. for the call, brother. I, I, I am like just floor again i i'm uh, not surprised honestly honestly see, you know. it's making me nervous like because again to actually the point i just nervous. made yeah because yeah. <laughs> we do this every year every yeah. year we get to this point in the season it's about to come and we and i think that also sets it up for people to be that much angrier and more upset if it doesn't go the right way so all right so you think antonio gibson's one of the better running backs in the league right you think he's like an I elite like, level talent i think he's like uh uh like 10th or twelfth okay. or okay. something. So not like not like elite elite, but I think he's a, a, a one of the better ones. Yeah. All right. I mean So Miles Sanders last year, more total yards on less touches and averaged more yards per carry behind well, a worse offense. Also line. had like three seventy five yard, eighty yard runs too. Well, whatever. Team. We don't know how Gibson's broke down. We didn't well, we didn't watch all we, we, for all you know Gibson could have had I think that. I think Antonio Gibson is better than Miles Sanders. That's fine, that's but my point me. I'm making he's is definitively better. That's fine, but my point I'm making is you said you thought McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Antonio Gibson were way better than yes, anything the I Eagles Yes, I think they're have. way better than okay. anything the Terry Eagles Terry McLaurin have. is. I agree with you on that. He is. But, like, Miles Sanders, I think, is just as good as Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I don't. And then Curtis Samuel, we'll see. I mean, he. I, I, I thought I saw that he hasn't even practiced in, like, a month, or he practiced for the first— He's back now, yeah. But, okay. but yeah, that is a concern, the fact right. that he's been out. But, I, I mean, I think Curtis Samuel's a really good player. But, look, I get it. It's not like I'm talking about the— you know the the late '80s Niners here or right. something with Jerry Wright. I'm not I'm not saying it's like whoa, they're so much better. But I think Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel better than what the Eagles have definitively in my mind. I I would probably take those three, but I mean I don't know. I mean, just, but just because of McLaurin. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Tabernacle and talk to my buddy Patrick. Hey buddy, James Seltzer, Elliot. How are you guys? What's going on, man? Not much, not much. You know, uh, James, I'm, I'm with you on seven. Thank you, buddy. I needed someone I to kind of bring it back I know. to, to because rationality here. The, the things, but the things, I, I, it's crazy because it's like as, as Eagle fans, we have to now consider the front office as like, you know, a bullpen that we don't have, so to speak. You know what I mean? Well, they probably have the best it's, front office in the division. Well, that's okay. I don't want to say the analogy I'm thinking of, we but don't know. I mean, at the new you know, that's like yeah, hey, maybe. I'll say, that's like me being the tallest of one of six boys. Yeah, well, yeah but sure. you only got to be the tallest of one of six boys to get in the playoffs. That's the good news. So well, you know, that, I mean, if you're concerned about yeah. the division, I mean, sorry, if you're concerned about the front office, and James is right, oh, we'll no, see no. how. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm, I know, no, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, here's here's what I'm concerned with: the front office. Uh, growing pains. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm hope. I'm more hopeful with both Sirianni and Hertz, but I just see growing pains. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not a big believer in the in the preseason, but I mean, you need. You, you need to. Whatever it is you do, you got to practice at it. You well, they did practice, practice over the last month. Well, I mean, they, well did. they they yeah. did, but I'm talking. I'm talking. I, I about you're the point, and, and, and you need reps. They're gonna get. And, and and that's with, like, I mean, look at the last four games of the, the, the season. You know what I mean? And, yes, yeah, we're talking about and, – and you're right with the – and that's even with the, a giant team as bad as they are. Yeah. And that's with playing the, the Jets and the Chargers and 
Well, Actually, pa- Chargers Patrick, will look I, think, a little better. I think me and you are on the same page, and James as well. Like, I do think they'll be growing pains. And so I get 10 wins. You know, yeah. obviously, that's, you know, I yeah. think that's probably the high end of what they could win, and I'm going to bet on that high end. I think they'll reach it. But to your point, like, they can have growing pains and still win this division. Like, I, I don't think we have to expect them to be at the top of their game all season to compete. Like, there, there can be mm-hmm. weeks where they play really badly, and they could still very much be in the division. Mm-hmm. Well, here, but, well, the one thing you, well, <laughs> The one thing you said that I agreed with is you, you know, let's say they do, they do get seven wins. That can be, uh, to, in my eyes, depending on, on the actual games played, that could be kind of, dare I say, like successful season. Well, yeah, that's, for that's a great call. You know, that's they, kind of... they, 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 they can lose some close games, and that's the other thing. I just see them like, you know, Sirianni making a, making a rookie uh, decision. Patrick, you know ex- what I mean? Patrick, exactly, and great call. Like, that, that's where I'm at. You know, I, I do think – that at the end of the season, I will feel more hopeful than I do now about the future because I believe in Hurts, because I believe in Sirianni. I just think there's going to be too many stumbles along the way to get there so that I yeah. will feel good about the season, a seven-win season potentially. I'm just worried about too many people starting to get overexcited. And look, 10 is possible. I get it. I think nine is like high end, but right. but I get where people are coming from. It just makes I mean, look, nervous. the number is six and a half on Parks Casino for yes. a reason, right? Like yes. these guys are good at their job too. Yep. You know, they, they know what they're doing. Yes. Um, yeah. And, but to your point, I do think at the end of 2016 and correctly, people said, okay, the Eagles are on the way up yep. and at seven and 10, you know, you'll see how it looks, but at seven and 10, there's a good chance if they win seven games, you're ending the season and going, okay, let's see what 2022 is. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you sound the Eagles this season? What is your season prediction? It's Elliot. It's James. It's go birds radio. We'll be right back. Let's go birds radio presented by parks, casino and sportsbook. Elliot Shore parks, James Seltzer with you till three getting on the record season predictions. Elliot will be at a bachelor party next weekend. Yes, which obviously I'm excited for, and I will be. Sure, you're you know, the best man in the wedding. Yeah, like, you have to. But one thing, if it was like, well, I barely know the guy, but I'm going to his bachelor party, I'd be like, ah, eh, maybe don't go. No, I mean, there's you're like the best man. So. Three people in the world, I would go to that bachelor yeah. party for next week, right? So, but but I will be there Sunday in Atlanta. Yes, and like will. I said, I've been to Atlanta Stadium. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Atlanta as a sports town, but like the stadium's awesome. It's a great like atmosphere for a game. So. I mean, I just, like I said, I, I cannot wait to see what this team looks like. I'm excited to see what Sirianni's offense looks like. I'm excited to see how they really plan on using Jalen Hurts. I'm excited to see what Jonathan Gannon is up his sleeve. I mean, you know, again, you could be right. Like, injuries could cater this team. It could, absolutely. But they will be healthy week one. So we will get to see, like, with the talent that they have, and we disagree on, on how talented they are, but I think they're talented. Like, I think they have enough talent on the roster where Sirianni and Gannon, when healthy, should be, if they're good coaches, should be able to get this team moving. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand? Are you with Elliot? Or are you a little more pessimistic? So far, the tone of the callers, we've had three, well, four callers say uh, 500 or better. We have had three straight callers say 10 wins, and a couple of them say playoffs. So there's optimism, man. You say you're surprised, but I mean, look. I shouldn't be, but yet I am. You know, I shouldn't be. You're right. Right. But to your point, like, when we took calls, you know, and talked to Eagles fans at the end of last season, like, the frustration was much higher. You're not getting Way as higher. much of that. Yeah. 215-592-9494. Let's see if it continues. Let's go to New Jersey and talk to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. I was just making sure that Ali hasn't bumped his head thinking you guys are going to win 10 games. <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous. Why? I'm saying maybe four – I got to jump in real quick, real quick, Matt. I noticed a a key word in this. You said you guys. So you're not, you're not an Eagles fan, obviously. Hell no. So what, who are you a fan of? 
America's team, baby. You're a Cowboys uh, fan? Yes, sir. Well, but, Matt, I'm, I'm curious. So why do you okay. think they're I only I sniffed gonna... that out. I heard that. I heard the you guys. In why do you think the Cowboys will be better than the Eagles? Uh, Jalen Hurts thinks. I don't care okay. what you guys are thinking. I, I mean, for so what it's, it's all worth, about I think the quarterback. Da- for what it's worth, I think Dallas is going to You have too, limited so. skill players like you already mentioned. You got a decent running back, unproven wide receivers, a halfway decent tight end in Goddard. Um, well, okay, so defense, you got a couple defensive linemen that are decent. Other than that, corners are weak, linebackers are weak. Well, you they can say the same thing about Dallas, right? I mean, they're they're corners. Oh, no, are weak. I wouldn't they're go safety. that far. I mean, I mean the, the Eagles Eagles, Eagles have considerably more talent on defense than the Cowboys do. Like consider yeah, but, considerably yeah, more. Yeah, so but you agree Cowboys with that? Cowboys have considerably amount more. On offense, they do. You're right, but last year they had 100%. that talent. And how many games did the Cowboys? And also, we have no but idea what Dak's deal yeah, is. Yeah, but Dak might not. We don't know what the deal is with Dak. I mean, right. come on, Matt. Really, really quick. The shoulder right? added uh-huh. to the ankle. So you live in the area, and I'm guessing it seems like you obviously follow this closely. Like we saw with Carson, after you missed a large chunk of the season with a leg injury, and I know it's his ankle, but my point is like you know lower half of your body. It's really tough to bounce back. I think Dak's the best quarterback in the division. Dak's very talented. If he's healthy for 17 games, like, yeah, the Cowboys could definitely win it. But Dak is a major question mark because of both last year and he's dealing with an injury to his throwing arm. Like, those are real question marks. Well, yeah, injury is. But Dak's 10 times better quarterback than Carson Wentz will ever be. Well, um, I mean, yeah. I don't know about 10 times, but yeah, he's way better. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I, well, now, I mean, you yeah, said now, will yeah. ever be. To be fair, the quarterback Carson Wentz was in 2017 was better than Dak Prescott. If he's going to really, if we're going to go like, will ever be, well, he already was better than Dak. That's, for what, I mean, yeah, that's for what fair. it's worth, if we're going to be real about it. But I agree. Moving forward, I would definitely bet on Dak before Carson. Right. Much. Well, I think what, what's interesting about Matt's point, and you know, a lot of this is projection. Was right there now. anything really interesting about well, Matt's points? I'm going to say no. By the way, for those wondering, Dallas sucks. I was going to say. That is, that, your, that is your yeah. thing. That is your tagline. I knew it. I heard him say you guys, and I was like, I'm on to you, pal. I, right. I know exactly what you're doing right now. Well, I just don't care what you think. I think there's this, and look, they earned it. They were bad last year. Like, the Eagles earned the right to have people be yeah. pessimistic about it. And them. look, nationally, they are. We're, we're taking calls where it's 10 and 7, 10 and 7, whatever. Nationally, very, very few people are but saying But I it. thought his call was exactly why, like, take what the national people say with a grain of salt. Like, he, he called and said, they have a few decent players on the defensive mm-hmm. line. Like, like, Matt, you clearly know football. Like, you're better than that. Like, that's just an uneducated view of the defensive line. They have elite players on the defensive line, or at the very least, very good. Players. Very good. Darius Slay was voted a top 10 corner in the NFL. Like, Darius Slay is way better than anything the and Cowboys Steven have. And Nelson's way better than anything the Cowboys Eric have. Eric Wilson, yeah. we'll see, but Eric Wilson put up some of the best stats from a linebacker last year. And it was one year, and he'll have to duplicate it. But, like, that right there, to me, shows that people are like, oh, well, they were 4-12 and last year, so we'll see. But, like, when you actually analyze what happened last year and you look at the talent, like, there is talent on this roster. Let's go to Santa Barbara and talk to our buddy Jack. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Jimmy. How you doing, Hey, pal? Elliot, great, great job all summer keeping Appreciate us it. on the pulse. Thank you. And, uh, Jack, great yeah. point. Great point, because I don't do that enough because I talk to him all the time, but, but Elliot has done a fantastic Appreciate job. Yeah. Elliot's very good at, at seeing something yeah. and relating that to the to the radio, which is not as easy a skill as you would think. The ability to remember everything you see and all the little plays and kind of pull the stuff out. Very, very good at it. Appreciate it. Appreciate the kind. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, no matter which show I call into, it, it's never going to be caller on caller crime for me. Uh, That's I, not your style, Jack. That's not your no, style. No, no, it's the good vibe time. Yeah, I was going to say, you're Jack, way too happy of a person. You and I, I can are hear it through the team phone. good vibes, yeah. Jack. You know that, buddy. <laughs> 
So on that note, I, I'm stoked. That, and, and I just listened to Ray and Glenn uh, illuminate that Zach Ertz has a chance to bypass Harold oh, Carmichael yeah. this like, year. Uh, Jack, not just a chance. If he stays healthy and stays an eagle, he yeah, will, he he will do it. If he only plays half the yeah, game, he will he could, do it. He, 20-something catches yeah. 20, 28 from tying, 29 from taking so, lead, it, I believe it, is right. So. Yeah, subject to him staying healthy. The other thing and I want to that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, the other thing I want to say to him, I mean, say to you guys about that is having him anchored now for for the quarterback going forward that he knows he has a go-to guy on third down. Yeah, and I, and I think that makes Goddard is he, he's talented, but Zach Ertz is. He's 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 the good hands people on third down, and I think that means a lot to a, a rookie coach and, and a rookie quarterback, right? That's a great um, point. Yeah, Jack, they, I think I think Zach Ertz would be good for any quarterback, much less a yeah. young one. And and again, like this guy is a great yeah. route runner. I, I always say, like, name someone who's made more big catches in an eagle, as an Eagle than Zach Ertz. You can't. That's and, it. He's made the most and, big. And catches. he always finds the hole in the zone. You know, he's not a quick guy, yeah. but he always he always manages to sit right where he needs to sit and and get get. I mean, well, we that's the benefit wonder. of a veteran. You know, I mean, they they are young at a lot of spots, but having him in the passing game on third down and knowing where to yeah. be, it, it, it matters. Yeah. yeah. So in my optimistic approach, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm thinking they may get to eight wins. Okay. okay. All right. That's yeah, a fair yeah, and balanced, yeah. Jack. So Always a nine. pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure. That's a very fair and balanced take right there. It uh, is. Well, here's what I would say really quick. Like, all of our takes are fair and balanced. Because someone's going to be right and wrong. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just yeah. think it, you know, saying they're going to be 500 is not being like, you, you, if I say they're going to win eight games, that's not like, oh, well, he's looking at it realistically. Yeah. Like, we're all looking at it realistically. Just some people are going to be right and some people are going to be wrong. 215-592-9494. What is your season prediction for the Eagles? One hour down. One hour to go for Go Birds Radio. And let me again remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real sports fan. Golf's in full swing. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet on it all. Baseball, golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch. It's the only sportsbook app back by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. And it's the only one that Elliot Knight, Go Birds, recommend. You can bet on the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app. And bet on individual player performances as they happen. In baseball, you can bet on hits, home runs, strikeouts, inning by inning, golf. You can bet on match winners, leader after each round. It is a blast. It's a wild ride, and there's so much more. You can always bet on spreads, parlays, props, teasers, over-unders, and, of course, week one pro football action starting on Thursday. We are there this week coming up. There is football. Tampa Bay, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against Dallas. Love Tampa Bay in that, if for no other reason than to bet against Dallas. We're going to be rooting against them. Have a little action on it as well. You can bet on Atlanta uh, against Philly. Obviously, Philly, a three-and-a-half-point dog in that one. And every other game on the slate, all these games, we're going to watch them anyway. It's so much more fun to have a little action on them. And here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA. You use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded site credit. The website has all the details. 
It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you for another hour. The legend, Robbie E. Rob Ellis. Temple Maid. Temple Maid, like I'll, us. I'll just walk in uh, out in the lobby during the commercial. Looks like a tough day for a Temple so, Maid. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't even need to look at it. I saw a couple texts from buddies, and I was like, I don't even need to look at I this. I think they're sport. down like 27 to 7 to Rutgers mm-hmm. or Sounds something. right. I mean, Rutgers is good, and Temple's bad. So Temple football, baby. How about it? Yeah. Another fun year. Who Rob knows? Maybe now. next week. <laughs> I don't even know they're playing, but you never know. You, you're right, Elliot. You never. Maybe this is the year, buddy. One year it has to be. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Will it be the Eagles' year, if nothing else, than to maybe win the division or, or give us a fun season? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We're getting your season predictions. Where do you stand on this team heading into the season? Let's go back to the phones and go to Cherry Hill and talk to my pal Dominic. Hey, Dom. Hey. Yo, guys, how's it going? Yo, what's going on, man? Oh, it's great to talk to you guys. Great show, as always. Thanks for calling in. Go Super Birds. Appreciate it. Go yes, Birds. Sir. Yeah, just an extra Go Birds for the uh, Cowboys fan that called in. Uh, go Birds. Yeah, Dallas let's do that again. Ready? Go Birds. And by the way, go Bird, Dallas, sucks. Dallas sucks. Yes, well said. Go ahead, Dom. James is All in right, his happy place. Right this, this is like, I, I really could do a whole show of just going back and forth. The people are like, Go Birds, <laughs> Dallas sucks. There it is. Go Birds. Go like birds. popcorn yeah. style. It really is. If only it you could see the smile on his face it's right now. It's real. It's a real smile. <laughs> it is. I have a smile, too. See, this is how we got to start the conversation, because I am actually 11 and 6, boys. And Whoa! I know. I know. I know. Well, if that happens, I'll win I'm my bet with Howard Eskin. The optimism is flowing right now. Yeah. And, I, you know, what it really is is I want to start with the defense. You know, I'm really excited. I know not many people. We don't like to talk about the defense as much, you know, as focusing on the quarterback, which I get. But I really think that the defense, you know, the, the Dallas callers said our corners stink. First of all, our corners, if they play up to their potential, which it seems like, Slay playing the normal Slay and Nelson playing well, I mean, he had some good games in Pittsburgh. Like if yeah, we he, was one of, he was one of the best cornerbacks in the league two years ago. Exactly, football, and he was rated very high. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Like the pressure we should put on with our defensive line, when you have an elite defensive line and good cornerbacks, I mean, it's a recipe for success defensively. It, you're you're you absolutely know? right. You're right about that, Dom. And and obviously they they need to go out and make it happen. But you're right. There there is the potential there for if guys stay healthy. And one guy Elliot keeps talking about that I think we we haven't talked enough about is, is Javon Hargrave. And because I love that signing when they made it. That dude was awesome in Pittsburgh. And then the injury to start last year just never got it going. He's looked great this camp. And look, I'm not trying to, you know, toot my own horn or whatever the expression is. But I said like two months ago, I thought Javon Hargrave was going to have a great year this year because he missed all of last training camp. I mean, he said it about two weeks ago in an interview. The first time Javon, the first time last season Javon Hargrave put pads on was week two and he played. He did not put pads on throughout training camp. He did not practice. Like having an entire offseason and and he's now been with the team for a year. He said he's more comfortable. Just like the few times I've spoken to him, it seems like some players, like Darius Slay. Darius Slay can walk into any room, and he's talkative, confident, loud, and all those things. Javon Hargrave, to me, seems like it, it maybe took him some time to just like adjust as a human being to going from one team to another, and he seems more comfortable this year, and he's said that in more or less words. So I think he is set for a big year. All right, here's the other part, though, boys. Offensively, I really think that we have more playmakers. I know, James, I get your point with talent, like, I don't think on paper their talent is amazing or anything like that. But what I do think is, I think with a creative mind, with Gainwell coming on the team, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, we have more people 
that can make plays. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's really where I think the eleven and six comes because if our defense is playing well and and the energy's up with the momentum this year, I mean, with the fans, you know, the fans are going to be on it if they start if they start off hot. I think this offense could really make some plays, and this team could really just go where where Jalen Hurts takes them, and I have confidence in them. Tom, that's great, really why. Great calls, always, brother. Uh, look, I, I'm getting swept up in it. It's so fun. All you know, you want to, man. So many, and look, I, again, I to varying degrees. Like we we at this show are Devonte Smith stands. We think he's going to yep. be a star. I, I think he's going to be good right away. Like all in on him. And Quez Watkins is exciting. Obviously, that guy's flash. We've been fans of Quez Watkins since last year. We've talked about how much we like the upside. We've liked him more than Rager for a long time. Yeah. So, but but like so, and I said this when I was talking to Ike Reese and John Marks yesterday. Like. To me, the cornerbacks and the receivers, like, we'll see. Who knows? Like, Darius Slay and Steven Nelson could be really good together. They could be bad. Quez Watkins could just be a training camp play. Like, who knows? And that's where I think the last caller, like, if they hit their ceiling, then, yeah, I think you are looking at, like, 11 wins, right? Like, if I told you, James, that Quez Watkins was going to have a great year, I bet you would probably pick they win more than seven games because that means a lot of things are functioning well, right? But I think when you just talk about, like, Picking in the division and looking at what really matters, it's the interior, it's the lines, it's the head coach, it's the quarterback. So, you know, the caller Matt, the Cowboys fan a few calls ago, he said, you know, the Cowboys have way better skill position players. Yeah, that's true. The Cowboys were awful last year, Mm -hmm. and they had those same skill position players. So, you know, we can debate how the receivers will be, what their ceiling is and all that, but really when you're analyzing it, like just look at the lines, the quarterback, and the head coach, and tell me not – I don't mean this literally – and when you do that, see where they stack up in the division, I think you'll feel better about the team. All right, the last time we spoke to a Matt in Jersey, he ended up being a sneaky Cowboys fan. We're going we're gonna to test it again. Let's go to North Jersey and talk to Matt. Matt! Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's going on, man? First of all, that Cowboys fan is so delusional if he thinks that you can try to compare the talent just from a roster perspective defensively of the Eagles and the Cowboys. This is this a real quick note. This is our favorite Matt in Jersey. I'm just saying this Official one. Matt in Jersey. Way better of the show. than other Matt in Jersey. Well done, Matt. Thank you. Uh, so my prediction. And now he's like, I'm actually a Giants go, fan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. My whole family is, but Love it, I'm man. a Birds fan. Love it. Uh, so my prediction is they're going to go 10 and 7 just because okay. I think at some point the injuries have to come out to the average, right? I don't think we can lose the entire offensive line you know, so many years in a row. And then one quick thing that I wanted to do with you guys, I have a little game. Awesome. If we could, it's just called, if the Eagles go blank, then blank. Ooh, right? I like so it. We love games. Eagles we might need a better name for this game, but I, it's very explanatory <laughs> in the title. Yeah. Okay. So if the Eagles go 11-6, and six, Jalen Hurts will have how many touchdowns total and how many interceptions? Well, this is easy for me. He'll have over 35 total touchdowns. I mean, I, I made a bet with Howard Eskin that he'll have over 35 touchdowns in the win 11 game. So for me, that would be the number because if he gets 35 total touchdowns, he's obviously throwing touchdowns. Those will be the majority of them. But he's also making plays on the ground. I don't think Hurts is going to throw for over 30 touchdowns. But I think if, if he's making plays on the ground, he's staying healthy, like, yeah, I think over 35 touchdowns. And interceptions are interesting because in training camp, he didn't throw a lot of them. But he did, like, there were a few times he put the ball in harm's way. So I would go with maybe eight or nine interceptions. I was going to say 10 as, like, a high yeah. end. Like, if you're talking well, about I think 12 I mean, and high 12, end. my yeah. point, if they're going 12 and 5, like, 35, oh, yeah, good point. 35 and 10, I think, is, like, what you're looking for from Hertz if they're going to go 35 and 10. I mean, so if they're, they're going to go 12 and 12 and 5. Okay. And then how many turnovers forced? 
I think it's going to be a defensively. Lot. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting one. I don't know the the specific number, but I mean, if they can force over one a game, you know, I, like I think one they and could a half average a game or something. That'd be huge. I think they could average two a game. I mean, again, you're would, telling me they win eleven that, games. Yeah, if they're if they're going to win eleven games, they probably will be somewhere one and a half to a game. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Okay, and then on the other side, if they go six and eleven, how many total touchdowns and interceptions for her? <laughs> oh, yeah, how well. many? I mean, I don't how many turnovers for twenty and fifteen or something like that? You know? Yeah, like I, I think if they, what was the number you more said? Likely, six. More likely, it's way less because Jalen Hurts either was ineffective, got, got hurt, hurt, didn't get. Yeah, something like that. It's a good game. Yeah, though, man. let me really throw it. one back at you guys. Yeah. Are you hanging up? No, on? no, okay. he's here. Good. If the Eagles go six and eleven, how many games did Gardner Minshew start? Ooh, <laughs> I'll say two. Okay, Matt, to stay under the three fifty percent. Uh, probably three. Yeah, okay. Matt, good call, good and game, then, call again, oh, buddy. This can I say one last thing? Yeah, go for it. Just a uh, just a show recommendation: Clickbait on Netflix. Oh, I've it's... been watching Ted Lasso, and Ooh. wanted to give you guys one back. I love that, Matt. Thank you. So you you know this? Well, one. it's so funny because we, me and Kristen, literally just started that last yeah? night. Yeah. So look, that was a great call. Clearly knows football. Fantastic call. Best Matt in Jersey. Click, that we've ever clickbait as a show, to me, three episodes in, good, not great. Like, it's watchable. I would recommend watching it, but it's not like a show where, because I didn't text you I was watching. No. Like, normally, if I'm watching a show yeah. and I'm like, this is really good, I'll text you and see if yeah. you've seen it. And I, it was fine. Like, it held my attention. But so I, I watched the first episode of the show last night, and I want to wait to withhold judgment to tell people about it. Oh, it's really good or whatever, but I only watched one episode, but I really enjoyed the oh, first okay. episode. The uh, new Steve Martin show, Only Murders in the Building, oh. on, on Hulu. We almost started that last night. Quite good. The first episode was quite good. Like I had within the first like three minutes, I had like a full on belly laugh where I was like doubled over and laughing okay. pretty hard, and I was like, "Oh wow, okay." I mean, it's pretty funny. Not being bad. based on Clue is definitely a, a a red flag for me. It's based on Clue. That's what you just said. No, it's not. I didn't say that. Okay, I thought you did. For, and also, by the way, no impugning the movie Clue, which is amazing. I thought Tim it was Curry. based off the bo- a board no, game. No, no, I don't know if it is. It's called Only Murders in the Building is what it's called. It's based off crime podcasts. Like, the idea is they're, they're starting a crime podcast about a murder uh, okay. in their building. It's like the All basic right, well, idea. I removed that red flag. Yeah, then. it's fantastic. At least the first episode was really, really good. 215-592-9494. Let's go to California and talk to Megan. Hey, Megan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? So, first-time caller, uh, long-time pod listener oh. since, like, the, the Gountain days. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Love it. Appreciate That's awesome, it. Yeah. Megan. Appreciate That's, it. Thank you so much. I wanted to call before the season started, and uh, Elliot's not going to be there next week. But, um, I mean, I, I have to say, like, I'm a huge Jalen Hurts fan. I literally leapt off my sofa when they drafted him. Wow. Not Not quite. I didn't quite Tom Cruise it. I didn't jump up on my sofa. But, <laughs> I think Carson yeah, had a was, similar reaction for different reasons. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> but, uh, so, I had thoroughly enjoyed the whole narrative since he got drafted just like listening to you guys and like everything has changed i mean how i, I was like screaming like how long is it going to take you guys to be like <laughs> sit carson and quit yeah. so you know you were ahead of the curve you were ahead of the curve max um, i'm guessing you think so, they're going to be good this is just where i think this call is going but but i am realistic kind of well, yeah <laughs> I think you, I'm so, realistic too, and I think they're going to be good. So let's hear where where you disagree with me. Well, I think they're going to be I think they're going to be nine and eight because okay. all right. So, so one game difference. Just positivity about yeah. Like here. I want to I want to say more wins, but I mean I'm just trying to be realistic. Like rookie head coach, you know, first time play caller. Yeah. 
Uh, and look, even Hertz, where we're, you know, Megan, you listen to the pod, you know that Elliot and I are both a lot higher on Hertz than most of the media, national yep. certainly, and most media in general. And even I, like, I think he's going to have struggles. I mean, it's his first year as a starting quarterback of an NFL team. Like, he's still exactly. young. Like, you, I think in anything in life, whether it's what we do, talking on the yeah. radio, whether it, in anything you do, reps, repetition, like, understanding situations, running into different problems, knowing how to navigate those problems, there's yep. nothing more important than reps. And he still lacks in-game NFL reps, and that's he important. He does. He does. But that's, I mean, that's why, that's why I'm saying nine and eight. I think, yeah. I mean, any, every season there's, you know, there's a, there's a learning curve, period, right? We watch teams get better. Well, we hope we watch them get better <laughs> as the season goes on. Unlike last so, year. Yeah. yeah, right? But, so, you know, that learning curve is obviously there. And what, what I was just looking at the schedule, and, like, even if they struggle through, you know, much of the season, the last six games, they could plausibly go five and one. Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite thing about the schedule is that I think it's going to take time to really kind of get going. And the schedule goes hard to easy, which I I agree with you. Well, and to what you guys just said, like, and I agree, repetition matters. Well, the good news is if he stays healthy by the end of the year, Jalen Hurts is going to have like 11 games. Well, plus last year. So he'll have a lot of reps under his belt and it sets up nicely for him to be playing his best. Yeah, it actually will be like almost like a full, he'll be like a full normal season by the time they get to the end of the year. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty good. Exactly. And I think they're I think they're going to win the division because well Ooh. for all the reasons everybody says yeah. I mean you know we know what we're looking well, at. well everybody um, Megan to be clear me and you I think are the only people. <laughs> there was maybe one or two other callers but we are in the okay. minority well, on this one yeah us, us smart folks in the minority yeah, there it. you go like, that's the right I really way. understand what's going on in the rest of the division those who like, know football we, yeah we could totally win the division at nine and eight um, and then I think that since we're going to have this momentum at the end of the season. I totally think we're going to win one playoff wow, game. Wow, you and Elliot. I love it. We will, Because of that, we will get into the second uh, the, the second round with this momentum. We will somehow Ooh. pull off a very close oh. win. And All everyone right, Megan, you, you've lost out. me on this one. The train is, wait, the wait, train wait. has moved then, past Elliot. Well, I think, by the t- I think we're going to get to the NFC Championship and then, you know, get destroyed by a team that properly should be there. Well, I think we will so sneak Megan, into the NFC Championship. It is. And, Megan, outstanding yeah, call. you got to call again. Call again. Seriously. Will do. Terrific Thanks, call. Thanks, Megan. And thanks for listening to the pod for so long. Um, to her point, like, there is an Eagles parallel to that, right? I mean, in, in Eagles history, and it's not exact apples to apples, right. but— it, and it wasn't in the first year, so the 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 parallel would work more for next season. Andy but, Reed, but Andy Reid and Donovan, you know, they went five and eleven that first year. Donovan didn't play really till like halfway through, you know, towards yep. the end of the season. Started to play. They come out the next year. No one's expecting much. Boom, eleven and five playoffs, win playoff games. Like there was like a you know a momentum to that. All, so it is interesting parallel. Also, a team if we want to continue to draw parallels, where more talent on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. and not very good receivers. Yeah, no, that's true. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It is, man. It is pretty wild though. Like, let's just let's let's all of us. You're out there listening. Like, if you can close your eyes, if you're driving, don't. But close your eyes and let's go back to, I don't know. Let's say like, uh, January first or or January fifth or January tenth. And the Eagles have just tanked the game at Washington. Yeah. And Carson Wentz is about to ask for a trade. And the whole and then we're about to get into like a string of stories about how involved Jeffrey and Howie are and what a mess it is in the building and all that. And now here we are, you know, was it eight months later? And every single caller is talking about playoffs, talking about 10 wins, 9 wins, 11 wins. Like, it's pretty wild when you just stop and put it in that perspective. And what's interesting about that is, and I think everyone – 
that call it. I'm not insulting anybody. Like, there's emotion involved in all sure. this, right? Like, but what's interesting about your, to your point, like at the bookends of it, like at the end of last year, it wasn't as bad as it seemed, right? And now I think, yeah, like I think they're going to be good, and I think people are calling genuinely believe that. But to your point about the optimism, like. I think it's because the season's It's a great point. You know, so they're probably somewhere in the middle, which Two. is where you have it. <laughs> How about that? 215-592-9494. Let's go to Ridley and talk to my buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Yo, brother. I finally got through to Go I Birds Radio. First love time it, caller. Oh, well, appreciate it. you trying and uh, getting in, man. So, Elliot. Let's do it. I don't know, brother. Jamie, you know, Jimmy, you know my, my stand on this. but I do. I Elliot, do. Let him have uh, it, man. I, I've, I've had no one on my side today, Matt. I've been alone I'm happy. Here. I'm happy to. Go ahead. 11 wins, brother? Really? Well, to be clear, I made a bet with Howard Eskin. Like, so in the his, know, his real prediction is 10. Like, he, yeah, I think they're going to win 10 games. for the bet with Howard. But, Elliot, from the beginning of the – like, we started doing this on the pod, he, 10 wins has really been his number, to be fair. Okay. But there's okay. not that big of a difference, um, too. Like, I clearly we're on differing sides. If you team. think they can win 10, you think they could theoretically yeah. win 11. Is right. Listen, so when you guys were talking about that parallel between Donovan and Andy and this team, well, this is his first year as coach, so. Well, yeah, and James pointed it, that out. Yeah. Right. So, uh, if they go six or seven wins, it's a step in the right direction, then I'll be on board the following year for – you know, nine, ten, or eleven. So wins. I don't this know year, if I completely agree with six wins. Like if they if they get to eight, it depends and, on how it happens, right? Yeah, it depends on like yeah. if they right. like if they start off one and seven, and you know just like are a mess or whatever, and then they pull it together, and over the end of the season they're winning games and they're looking better. I think we could feel better about it yeah. than than you might think. But I agree. I think you know six. It's the the cross line one way. Even ten, ten is a stretch, and I think eight or nine will probably win the division, and that's you know it's going to be a pitiful division just like last year but yeah i think it'll take yeah, nine ten, i think it'll take ten nine. you're very very optimistic i mean 10 is is a big number for this team and um not yeah. that it's totally impossible nothing's impossible but i, I don't know dude i'll tell you what well, it, but you I agree the division's I, bad i smell why well, smell a bet with me and you coming here i mean Ooh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm right here you got through you know I, so now now as jimmy will point out i, I like to golf yeah. and we're tr- i'm trying to you know joe's sucking me here so yeah, he keeps saying, me, he's you, like, oh, Joe we're going to play, go we're going to play. play, Matt, we're going to play, we're going to play, and then he hasn't let's, played with you, I'm just let's saying. Let's bring Elliot in and Jimmy and, and, and Joe, and I'll tell you what, Elliot, I say, well, you know, under 10, and you got 10 in the over, what do you think? So here's the deal. I think it'd be fun to go play golf, like, but I am getting cornered at like yeah, I get I'm on d- them, but the odds are very a, much on your side. Better odds on this. I, mean, I would sure think they like, are. All right, I would say I'll like nine, nine is you... a push or something, and maybe over no, nine. No, Elliot wins. I'll go nine or nine or more. I win. Okay. No, you said ten though. All right. I mean, but I'm just that's saying. His, yeah, that's like, his win prediction. All right, nine and a half. Nine and Lower. You're at six or whatever. I'll tell you what. I'll give you three to one if you say ten. I'll give you two to one if it's nine and a half. Wait, but to be clear, what's the bet here? It sounds yeah, like we're just we golfing. Have, yeah, what's the what, <laughs> what is the two to one about? Like, what are you giving him? Uh, we'll have to figure that yeah, out. I, mean, I don't know if we have enough time on the radio. So basically, for it was just you want to play golf, and then we'll we'll that's there's no figure bet. It out. Yeah. yeah. We'll fig- Well, I mean, we'll figure something out another call, I guess. But I'm just saying, I- nine I and a half, ten wins. Seems I mean, I-, I say under nine and a half for sure. But okay, Matt, you know. good call, brother. I'm happy you finally got I'll there. I- you got it, bro. We'll Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll Take- make something happen. Probably not a, a-, a actual bet right. that could be made there. But I've know. also never played 18 holes of golf in your life. Nope. I'm not a big golfer, as everyone knows. I went out for the first time in like 13 years. This with Joe and and Tom and a few people recently. Um, 
and I did better than I expected to. But yeah, I don't think it's that. Hard. I'm not like <laughs> it is that just hard. hitting a ball with a stick. No, like, it let's is. Not, it, this, let's it, not you know grandize it. I would. I like, am a man I, of bad yeah, takes. You I, yourself said you just did better than you thought. I very yes, and that I was still horrendous. Like I, I would like to just let everyone know out there, I am completely and totally distancing myself from this Elliot take. I do not think golf is easy. I think golf is incredibly hard. I didn't say it was yeah. easy, but like people talk about it, like it's you're that like hard. solving a nuclear code. Yeah, you're I just. Could, I it's me personally, I could probably figure out a nuclear code before I could figure that. It's, I no no shot. Dude, golf is hard, man. Golf is hard, and it's, you, you've it's, only ever how many times have you played? Well, the point Three is, like, times? Golf, golf. I if I played golf a lot, I'm sure it would be much better. It's Correct. it's about repetition. Hey, there it is. Hey, Word of the day. It's about Ours muscle memory. It's about recreating your swing, and I can't do that. But I, it's not easy. Don't like. Didn't say it was easy. I said it's not as hard as people make it out to be. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on the Eagles this season? Eagles season prediction is we are a week and a day away from an Eagles game. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer, with you till three. Rob Ellis. After that, Phillies baseball. After that, is the Phillies. In classic Phillies fashion, win six straight, then go to September and lose a game to the Marlins. And Aaron Nola, man, I hate that guy. I tried sports to tell hate, people, sports yeah. hate. Not as a person, I hate. Right. I hate watching him in September. He drives me crazy. Also, like, dude, to, for him to come out after that start and be like, "I'm tired of people talking about the September struggles," then stop sucking in September, dude. That Agre- drove me crazy. Agreed. He's a he's a frustrating player. Yeah, yeah, you could say that in a lot of ways. 215-592-9494. Luckily, we don't have to talk about Aranola because we're talking Philadelphia Eagles. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Park Casino and Sportsbook, and we're getting our season predictions. We're getting on the record right now. The Eagles this season, and we have been dealing with a ton of optimism on this show. Let's see if it continues. Let's go to Downingtown and talk to Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Jim. Hey, Elliot. How are you? What's going on, Tom? Uh, Megan was on the number. She was very, very good. Right. And, Great call. And she pointed out, yeah, she pointed out the, the latter part of the year is is a fourth-place uh, type of schedule. So people got to look at that going forward. The last three of four are home. Yep. Uh, after After Denver, you don't get on a plane. So, Which is very similar to 2019, if I remember correctly. Remember, they were they struggled. They went yeah, to Miami right. on a plane, right. and they had pretty much the exact ending where they they beat up on. And that bad is team. a big deal. Like the getting on a plane thing matters. Like the travel stuff matters when you're talking about this particular sport. Yeah, and and I have them. Um, I went through each and every game from the last game to the first game at home. I have them five and three. All right. Which isn't far fetched, and away uh, I have them uh, four and five. Okay, so you have them at is, nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight, and that's doable. And all, yeah, Jim, I, I eight, nine, ten wins. They they could they could do that. They're going to be better the last eight games than they are going to be the first nine games because I agree with you. they didn't have yeah they didn't have a preseason. Some of these young guys, they're going to have butterflies. They're going to have big eyes, you know. But some of the, you know, some of our veterans uh, are are going to help them. Okay, it's just football. Go play football, and 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 this could. Let's look at last 
last season that the national people are, are, are banking on? If you win that Cincinnati game and you don't drop the Washington game, you're six wins. So, mm-hmm. so really, I think six wins is the minimum. I agree. And then go out and play football and take take couple away. You got to beat people. So Tom, great, great anyway, call by Tom. Great show. Thanks, Tommy. A really good call. And look, I, a lot of good logic in there. And I, I, you know, the last part. I don't know if I. There are definitely ways where the season can go bad. Obviously, very clearly, if the quarterback gets hurt, or if you know Nick Sirianni turns out to be a disaster. Well, they got calling plays now. and all. Yeah, right. You know, but like the point is, like there is a there is yes, a floor 100%. that is lower than what Tom is pointing out. But I do think he makes some good points, and he didn't even say that that. You know, part of the reason they had so many losses last year was Carson Wentz was here, which was true. Like, so, I mean, it can't be pointed out enough that forget, like, Carson was bad, obviously. But what really, like, ultimately, like, killed the Eagles last year, I mean, he turned the ball over, like, two, three times a game. Yeah. And they weren't forcing turnovers, which, uh, you know. Uh, he was horrible. He was terrible he last was year. He was a disaster. He turned it year. over four times against the Cowboys at home. Yeah. He's, geez, look. And we'll see what Jalen Hurts does. Like, he did have fumble issues those last few weeks. And, I, I you know, what's weird I'll admit he like he definitely had fumble issues, but while watching him, I didn't think it was an issue. But the numbers say it was. But I didn't think watching him that. I mean, do you agree? I didn't think about it at all in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he had nine fumbles. That's what I'll people, look it yeah. up. Yeah, no, I I know it was a higher number than expected, and I'm right. with you. But I didn't notice it in the moment as much. So it's a, it's an interesting one. It's certainly to watch. Look again, that's the thing with Hertz is we both are excited about him, but there is certainly a world where where he disappoints. Like absolutely, that could absolutely. Look, look at Carson last year. Yeah, he's he's an unknown still, and and even then, like you know, the the body of evidence that we have, it just isn't enough to know. Mm-hmm. Let's go to DC and talk to Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey guys, how you doing? Great shows. What's going on, Carl? I normally don't agree with Elliot very often. All right. However, I am in with him on a ten-win season. Wow. And winning the division. The playoffs might be a stretch, but here's the intangible that, to me, is going to make the difference. Um, James, you were talking about, well, Dallas has got better talent. Well, you're seeing a lot of teams. Uh, no, that, with that was the da- – I don't think Dallas has that. I actually Washington. Am, I'm, well, I think Washington is better. Well, I think I'm down on Dallas you know what? this year. Okay. My point is, just because you have, quote-unquote, better skill papers on paper, uh, players on paper with the stats and everything else, doesn't mean they can play up to it all the time. For sure. The no one question. thing with this coaching staff that they have done, I'm in education in the corporate and government spaces. The way they have got the players to buy, to buy in, the fact that they're explaining, well, we're doing this drill, here's why we're doing this drill, and here's what its goal is. Don't just not just no. tell them, well, do this, do this. The chemistry they built, that to me is the intangible. I, that look, nobody can measure, yeah, and that's what did it in 2017. No, yep. no question, no question. That's happened in 2017, and I hope we still have to see the evidence of this. But to your point, the educator thing, this is something Elliot and I have talked about a I lot. Mean, honestly, you more. I, I, I love like, it. Yeah. Like the, I love Nick yeah. Sirianni's background as a teacher. Like his whole family is coaches and teachers. Like he takes the approach to coaching of a teaching approach. And I, I'm very with you, Carl. I think that's important, period. But I think particularly for this team, with what they've had the last couple of years, like that is as as many great things as Doug Peterson has, that ain't one of them. That's well, attention not, to detail no. was yeah. not the Eagles' yeah. strength And certainly last not year. fundamentals. Doug wanted to go out and coach football. He didn't want to teach fundamentals, work on route running, work on all these things. Like this staff is doing that stuff, and I do think it's super important. And I think the excitement is built. There's an article on, I think it's on NBC Sports Philadelphia, that they talk about what turned Jet Sackerts around was the tight end coach. Yeah. Yep. And the fact that as soon as they were hired, they were communicating with the players. They were establishing that relationship. 
So, yeah, we may not have the great skills, although I love the, the, all of the picks. And the fact that six out of the seven, uh, only one pick did not make it to the 53, really says something about how fast these guys have improved. Now they're going to have growing pains, yeah, like everybody does. But I'm excited because these guys are looking forward, not looking like, okay, we got a new coaching staff, we're going to have some growing pains, we're not doing our – no, you see the players – Positive, 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 positive. Yeah. And that is something that you can't measure and the, and the national media ignores. Carl, yeah. outstanding to, call. To, call again, dude. That was a great call. And, and I, look, I again, I'm not as positive as a lot of these callers are, but I like hearing this. Like, it, it definitely, right. there is a lot of good points being made. Well, what's interesting about this team is that, like, arguments on both sides are true. Like, your points are correct. Like, when, when we came in and you said, look, I'm going to pick and win seven games, in my head I'm like, all right, I'm going to dust James today because there's no way they're only winning seven games. Like, like I think they're going to win more. But your argument's true. Like, you're making good points. And when people call in and say they're going to win 10 or 11 games, and what I'm saying, obviously, I think I'm making good points too. <laughs> but I don't. But I do think there is a legitimate just high variance with this roster. I agree. I really – especially, we get it, again, because there are real unknowns in important spots. I mean, again – Jalen Hurts is an unknown, but I think an even bigger one is Nick Sirianni and calling plays in game Absolutely. Day. Like, we literally have zero evidence, zero, of what well, that's going to be. there was one game, and I, this is not actual evidence. It was one game. But did you see the Joe Giglio article about this? No, chance? what was this? So there was a game, I forget what year it was, and he was calling plays for... Like Frank Reich or something like that? Well, there was one game where he called plays, and it must have been with the Chargers, uh, and the, it was the only game that year where the, the Packers lost at home. <laughs> and, the, and the quarterback had like, three, had like 300 yards. Yes! And it was someone bad, too. It, was, I mean, it wasn't Rex Grossman because that was way too long ago. It was, I'll look it up. But the one time Sirianni's called plays, actually, they, like, they were really good. All right, well, fingers crossed. R- real quick point off of what Carl said because I, w- I don't want to move on from it yet. About the the vibes of the team, I've seen them practice against the Patriots and the Jets, and it's just, you know, again, all the caveats everyone says. But they were the far more emotional, competitive, and honestly, like, looked like they were having more fun team. That matters. That You know I believe that's of I I think in this sport more than any other sport, like, wanting it more, needing it more, like, matters in this sport. So, look, that's the stuff I want to hear. 215-592-9494. Anytime you get to talk to a WIP legend. It's a, it's a good deal as far as I'm concerned. Kenny from the Dirty 30. What up, Kenny? Guys, guys, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling, man. You're, 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 I'm so in agreement with you. Jimmy, I hate to say it because I love you, buddy, but you're a coward. So many of your callers are cowards. Oh, Kenny, come we on. We have improved at every single Kenny, position Kenny, on the Kenny, field. Kenny, 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 come every on. Every single position. Kenny, Kenny, hold up, hold up. Things. Kenny, 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 hold up one right, second. Here, you realize here, that here. you're talking to someone who predicted they were going to win the Super Bowl two years ago? Like, I am very down to predict the Eagles to be great. Um, it's nothing to do with being a coward. I just, I, I'm, I, there are too many things that concern me about how this season could play out. But go ahead. Jimmy, listen. I know you did, but everybody, and you're in that group, you got so hurt from the way last year ended. You just said it eight months ago, that the way that team finished up at Washington, there's nothing left of that team. Yeah, the coaches are different. Offensive line is different. Everything is new. We have a coaching staff that nobody can game plan for because they never saw it. And our schedule is a cupcake schedule. Aside from the Patriots, I'm sorry, I'm sorry the from Buccaneers. the Buccaneers and the uh, Chiefs. The, the, the Chiefs. Who scares you? Yeah. The Lions? Also, both they those games are at Raiders? home, for what it's worth. And the Buccaneers game is probably the best uh, you could ask for. We are setting it. ourselves up, folks. Like, Kenny, look, I'm with you. Like, I'm I'm excited, 
But to like, let's be honest here. Like, we are seeing this today here in Philadelphia. Everyone else across the country thinks we're gonna stink, and I'm saying I don't think they're gonna stink. But like, there is real reason to look at this roster, look at their situation, and say, oh, they might not be good this year. Like, it's not crazy. It's not really? absurd. Really? Yes, the of rest course. of the country Kenny, can kiss a- my rear end. Oh. Our offensive line is better. Our D line is See, better. Our D backs are better. Our linebacks are better. Kenny. We have real wide receivers. I love the rest you, of the pal. country is judging on what they saw last yeah. year. It's a new year. Kenny. I agree with Kenny on everything. We'll see about the receivers. <laughs> Kenny, but. you're the best. I love you, brother. Call us again soon. I love the excitement and stuff, but we are setting ourselves up here. Like, let's be honest. Like, come on. To say that it's silly. To no, say I agree. That, it's not silly. Like, come on, man. Like, I honestly, like. And I'm saying this again with the variance. And look, I, I get like eight wins and you're kind of, I know you're not. But I'm saying if you pick eight wins, you're like going down the middle a little. But I really think it's a coin flip. Like, I think there's, and I've, this is why it's my prediction. I'm betting on the fact that they're the best run franchise in the division. I think they have more talent. I think those two things alone will matter. But, like, you're right, too. I mean, they they could, obviously, what if, they're, they're, look, if it was any other team, I do wonder the fact rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. Yeah. But I see the Eagles up close every day, so I, I don't, you know, my yeah. opinion, it's hard for me just to view them as unknowns because I've seen them. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about, like, in our time watching football, how many times do rookie head coaches and rookie quarterbacks win divisions? Like, not that often, you know. It's it certainly happens, but it is not something that happens that often. It's but usually one or the other. To so. counter your point, though, like how many times a divisions as bad as this one? No, I agree. Yeah, again, right. I'm not. I'm just pointing out, like again, like to Kenny's point, where it's like Kenny was basically coming at it like anyone who doesn't see that the Eagles Agreed. are going to be good is an idiot, and I think that that is a very dangerous position to have. Kenny. Agreed. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. One more segment to go. Rob Ellis. After that, let me one more time remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real sports fan. Golf's in full swing. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet it on all. Golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch. It is a wild ride, and this is the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. It's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can bet on the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app, and you can bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball bet hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, inning by inning golf, you can bet on match winners, bet on leaders after rounds, and so much more. You can always bet the classic spreads, parlays, props, teasers, over-unders. And, of course, you can bet on week one football action Thursday night. There's a game coming up this week, Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Tampa Bay, a 7.5-point favorite. It's just fun to bet against Dallas. And, of course, bet on Philadelphia, a 3.5-point dog in Atlanta. Anything and everything is there for you, and just having some action on these games makes it so much more fun. Here's the deal. New customers sign up right now, and you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA, and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. Final segment for GoBirds Radio presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Rob Ellis coming up next. Let's get as many calls in as before we get out of here as we can. Elliot Tripp, Parks, James Seltzer with us. Let's go right back to the phone. Let's go to Broomall and talk to my buddy Mike. Hey, Michael. Hey, guys. What's happening? What's going on, Mike? Good, man. Good. James, man, I keep trying to get in during the week, man. I, don't, I want to go with you guys, but you guys are, like, super busy during the week. Yeah, gotta we got to get trying. in, man. We got the, the yeah, Phillies tickets. It's been it's been crowded. Yes. General nice. general rule of thumb, if James is on the show, it's hard to get in. <laughs> oh, jeez. Man, Elliot, I always get in when James is on the show, though, man. Well, that's true. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess yeah. you're Mike from Broomall. Yes, that's no problem <laughs> for you, but yeah. But, yes. Um, so, Eagles, Jimmy, I agree with you 100%. You know that. 
seven, eight wins maybe with this team. And I'll, um, for one thing, I will say this though: the first game at Atlanta, they're going to find out a lot about Sirianni. I agree. About, it's a good, because a really well, not good only, point, Mike. Well, not only that, I think that the pass run ratio it's going to mean a lot. It's also going to mean whether there's stuff coming down from you know somewhere else in the organization. Because if they run the ball a lot and they play really well. I think that means they're giving Sirianni a lot more power, and I think that's the way that they get to maybe nine, maybe ten wins is if they let Sirianni run the ball. But if they want to be this, you know, this pass happy offense, you know, with Jalen Hurts, I, I think he's better suited, you know, handing the ball off. And I think he would be really good. Uh, he'd be better off with a really good running game. I think we have a good running game. I like that running back we drafted. Yeah, Miles Sanders is a good running back. We got good running back depth and a good offensive line. So you know, run the ball and then, you know, run some play action off of that and you get Jalen on the move a little bit. Yeah, to, to your point, Mike, like, and James is right, like, with repetition, you know, you get better. So Sirianni should be afforded some room to improve. I agree. But week one is a unique situation where he has an advantage. Now, Arthur Smith, the Falcons coach, has it as well. Also, not not yeah. as much mm-hmm. because he called the plays in Tennessee, so you have a better idea mm-hmm. of what he'll be. But, like, Sirianni should, he should be able to come out in week one and, like, catch the Falcons by fire, right? You saw Doug do it mm-hmm. against the Browns. You saw Chip do it against Washington, their first games. Like, it's, Sirianni doesn't doesn't have to win week one, but if it's a train wreck week one, like, that is obviously a, a very bad, bad sign because yeah. this should yeah. be where he's able to catch people off guard. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I just I hope they let – I just hope they let Sirianni run his offense without any interference coming from somewhere else. And I am, I am excited about uh, – the defense. I do think our defense is so much better this year, and for the most part, I'm very excited for the birds this season. It's uh, you know, it's something different. You know, it, it Mike, really is. It's a great point, great call. Like that's the thing is, like I know that, and obviously, there's a lot of optimism on this show today. But in general, I know there are a lot of Eagles fans out there who are pessimistic and mm-hmm. more pessimistic than me. Obviously, I deal with one every day, and, and John Richie's right. way more pessimistic than me. But I, I think to that point, like even if you don't necessarily believe in this team. It's okay to be excited about it. For it's sure. okay to be looking forward to a new quarterback, to a new head coach, to see what they have. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Right. You know? Two on five. I know you do. You say it. Every every show. Yeah. Every show. All right. Oh, look who's on the line. Our buddy. Let's go to Vancouver and talk to Tom. Hey, pal. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? What up, Tom? How you doing? Better now. I heard you on Marks and Reese this week. I was driving. <laughs> oh, I was geez. driving my well, daughter, I'm... driving Zoe home from daycare. And I'm listening to Marks and Reese, and I hear this voice pop on, and I'm like, I know that voice. You feel jealous? A little bit. Yeah. It, well, well, jealousy. I don't know because John likes John likes hanging up on me. So he does. John's got a quick trigger. <laughs> he does. Being yeah. on the show, with yeah. Him, he, there's times he where does. I feel like I'm still talking to the caller. <laughs> done so. You know, uh, you know, it's so funny because then I hear like uh, Ike and Jack are sort of like, oh, "What you What you do? <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> Where'd they go? Wasn't learning... I just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a learning experience for me. It's okay. It's okay. I, I, and I think uh, I think that's what Tom Cromavington's probably referring to because he likes taking shots at me on the text line. Well, but, what's uh, funny too is we're up against against it so like we're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> so, now, so now i better go quickly yeah no, okay okay uh, anyway tom from Hamilton's popular in our family so maybe it's the form of endearment nice. all right Aww, so get on to the on to the uh on to the eagles uh i'm glad elliot that you're steering clear of wins because i don't think this having you forcing you to stay with your 11 wins is realistic when okay. your sort of tendency was to go to 10 anyway yeah everybody else is readjusting so why shouldn't you be allowed and to also uh, it, again he got like i will have his back from the beginning he has said 10 he right. kind of got boxed into 11 by the bet thing but he has always said 10 on the yeah yeah 
So I'm more along the lines of uh, you, James, in terms of predictions, which I think I have to be because I'm Canadian, so we have to sort of waffle <laughs> in the middle of the road. <laughs> the, I think that the, the week schedule is a mixed benefit because we know that there's a huge drop-off from year to year. Uh, the biggest concern that I, I – I'm not sure if anybody's mentioned this. Uh, probably someone has. But it's the defensive interior, the depth chart on the defensive interior, because the, they seem to be getting trashed in the run game. So that that is a concern of mine. Well, I do like think the that T.Y. McGill's and the that you're talking about, like the the depth there. Well, the the, yes. the depth at defensive tackle is an issue. Like Milton Williams, I, and he's a bit of a tweener. He can play yeah. both, but you know his strength, I believe, is a pass rusher. So to, to Tom's point, like behind Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, I mean they have almost nothing. Like Hassan Ridgeway, they have a. Uh, the rookie whose name is escaping me right now, Marlon. Um, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm not even going to try. I don't yeah. want to offend. You know, but I like, know you're talking. The USC guy. Right. So, <laughs> yes, the USC guy, yeah. But uh, they, they definitely have depth issues at defensive tackle. Yeah. Okay, so to turn it back over to you guys, sort of my closing comment, I guess, would be that my biggest concern is that we win a bad division without really good QB play. If we win a bad division and Hurts is good, then I'm okay with that. But if we win a bad division and uh, the QB play is only okay, we're winning because of the lines, and then the Colts play well and the Bears play poorly, the Giants are going to have a very nice first-round draft pick for themselves. Okay, thanks very much, guys. uh, And Tommy, great call. Yeah, it's hard to – you can't – we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. And I'll that. say this, like like yeah. all we have, right now, let's just hope Jalen Hurts is awesome, and then none of that matters. The season could play out a billion ways, yeah. so who knows? But I would be surprised if they made the playoffs. If they win the division with bad quarterback play, that that seems even in a bad division seems unlikely. Yeah, like if they make the playoffs, it's going to I would assume at least eight wins. And if you get eight wins, like I would guess Jalen Hurts is at least good enough where you're like, okay, he's a guy next year, but he needs to improve. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's squeeze one last caller in here. Let's go to Atlanta and talk to Adam. Hey, Adam. Adam. Of course. Good news. Atlanta no-show. All right, sorry. Well, let's go to Alex in Wilmington. Alex, you there? I'm here. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on? What's your what's on your mind, Alex? So, first off, James, Dallas sucks. Get that Dallas My man. Dallas sucks. Um. So I know I'm probably the last caller, so I don't want to end this show on a downer, but, like, I am with six wins for this team. <laughs> Who'd have thought wow. that? Like, our, our, other than Tom from Abington, our lowest prediction of the day. I love it. And I, I've been called I, – I wanted to get in because I've heard all this positivity. And, look, I'm an Eagles fan. I, I, I'm rooting for 17-0, right? But, like, we've got to be realistic. Right, and if we look at last year, the re the there's a whole the, it was a bad season all the way around, but it was it started with Wentz. We were bad because the quarterback is bad, and I'm a Hurts believer. I think he's going to be great, but we just don't know. And until we see what he is, I can't say double digits playoff team because we just don't know. He could come out and lay an egg. And we're no Alex. Again. Alex, it's a great point, and thanks for calling, and thanks to everyone who called. We literally couldn't do the show without you. That is part of the fun of yeah. the season. Like we were talking about, it's like we are really going into this with so much unknown and so many questions to be answered, and nobody's not being realistic. We're all just saying what we think is what going we believe to exactly. Correct. So I don't and think I, he's being realistic by I, saying. I, six I, I think when people say it's just this, like we talked about the phenomenon as, as the season gets closer, people get more optimistic. But again, it's not like. It's just what we think in the moment. And in some cases, maybe hope is taking over what people think, but it's still like just 
honesty. And pessimism <laughs> could be taking over, too, though. True. Totally. You know? So it's going to be fascinating. Again, At least we're about to find out. We're about to find out. Thank goodness. Not March anymore. Thank goodness. September. All right. Check out our pods. We will have, um, uh, obviously, full slate of pods now back. The season's on. Um, and then uh, next week, Elliot will be in Atlanta for the game. Jack Fritz with me next week. But, um, man, the next time you Here and I are talking on WIP, we're going to be a, a weekend. We're going to look yeah. at week two. It's pretty exciting. It'll be one and oh. Ah. Wild to think. Here's what I got to say. Go Birds. There it is. All right. Uh, coming up next, the great, the legend, Rob Ellis. will be back with you next week. And uh, thank you to Dan Wilson doing a phenomenal job behind the glass. And, again, thank you to every single person who called into the show. We literally could not do this without you. For Elliot, I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.